Breaking news into SportsCenter now. The Chicago Bulls have dealt restricted free agent forward Lori Markkinen to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The deal is a sign and trade that nets Markkinen a four-year, $67 million contract. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And this is a emergency episode, so it's not a full episode. I'm not. I'm still going to give you guys a full episode later on in the week, but this is not that. Not right now. But nonetheless, um, Bulls finally pulled the trigger on a Laurie marketing trade. And uh, Laurie going inside of the division to the Cleveland Cavaliers is something that I did not expect. I hadn't even heard any rumors or anything about the Cavs even being interested in Laurie marketing. So when I initially saw the news come across uh, my alert on my phone, I was a bit shocked, to be honest with you. It was like, OK, Cleveland, let's see what we got. Uh, it turned into a three team tr uh, trade involving the Trailblazers. And, you know, the thing about this trade is that this just shows that Mark Eversley and uh, Karnasova, they just they're out to get their guy. Whoever the person is, that whoever they're interested in, they are going to find a way to get because, you know, it ends up working out in a player that, that it was reported they were interested in in uh, before. Uh, well, sorry, I'm not saying before. Uh, but it turns out that they ended up getting a player that uh, that they were interested in even uh, last year, I believe. Um, and so they get a nice swing man uh, in Derek Jones Jr. from the Portland Trailblazers. They also get a first round lottery protected first round pick um, from the Portland Trailblazers as well. They also get a Denver second round pick. Um, and I don't believe there's any protections or anything on that one. Um, and so this haul for Laurie marketing, well, not really a haul because haul implies like you get a, a lot for it, but this is basically hits everything that the bulls were reportedly wanting for Laurie marketing, everything that we needed. We get an additional pick uh, that may be better than our own pick of things go quite uh, kind of the way that us as bull fan, bulls fans are hoping for this upcoming season um lottery protected of course uh so and i and i really think that if portland ends up keeping damien lillard for at least this season um that they're gonna make the playoffs no problems i even think if they end up trading damon uh damien uh lillard at um at the trade deadline they still have a chance to still make the playoffs because you know depending on how they play during the season overall uh this really is a solid trade for the chicago bulls i think Getting that first round pick, and I talked about it in my last couple of episodes, the fact that the Bulls may very well lose Laurie Marketing for nothing um, if, it, if it goes into him signing the qualifying offer and then eventually going to the next team next offseason. And so Laurie kind of gets what he, well, he gets what he wants as far as salary, basically in around a $16.5 million a year salary. Um, the thing here, though, that I want to talk about in this trade from the Laurie Marketing standpoint is Laurie wanted to start. Now, he may start, at least initially, especially like with looking at the Cavaliers. One thing, and I'm going to leave Kevin Love really out of this conversation just because I think Kevin Love is going to get bought out, if not traded, um, especially as they look to like rebuild with youth. We'll see. But just keeping it at the young core that that Cleveland has Sexton, um, Garland and then Mobley, who they drafted this year. They just signed Jared Allen to a long uh, extension and now Laurie Markkinen. And so. The thing with this is, is that if Laurie's biggest thing was starting, I don't know how long he's going to be starting even in Cleveland. Mobley is going to be, one would hope, better than Laurie Markkinen, and he projects to be. Now, he may not be the starter initially. They may want to bring him along very uh, slowly. Who knows? So Laurie has probably a one season uh, as a starter, maybe. And that's, like I said, counting Kevin Love out. But maybe by the end of the season, Laurie's back on the bench. 
Maybe two years he starts if Mobley comes. You know, big men can come around kind of slowly sometimes. Maybe it's a two-year starting job, but eventually you would think it's going to be Mobley. It's going to be Jared Allen starting there because, you know, Jared Allen is a defensive-minded center. I mean, he plays some offense as well. And the thing that's funny about this is I do think that, that Laurie and Jared Allen could be a very nice front court together it's just with the Cavaliers and who they drafted. It just, I don't know if if he's the long-term starter there. Now, either way, he's probably, he, he factors into, you know, potentially into their offense a lot more than what he's going to factor into the rotation here in the Chicago Bulls if he were to stay here. So in the long run, it still makes sense that way. It's just really interesting to see how this is going to play out for marketing in the long term. Now, you know, Laurie gets out of Chicago, which he wanted to get out of. He gets that fresh start. We know that sometimes players just need a fresh start and there's nothing wrong with it. I am still very much a Laurie marketing believer. I still do think that Laurie is going to have a solid NBA career. When you look at his skill set, I think it's going to be, it's going to be really solid. Now, um, as far as like what this means for the trailblazers, they get Larry Nance Jr., who may be the best player in this trade. Um, I wouldn't have minded, honestly, if this deal would have stayed the same. And let's say that, you know, it's just the picks and and maybe we get Nance Jr. or whatever. I wouldn't have been mad at that at that deal either. But in this way, the Bulls get someone that they were already interested in, a player that they have been interested in since last year. They get rid of a player who, you know, didn't fit into the long-term goals, didn't want to be here. Um, and, and you don't go into the offseason or training camp with that hanging over your head. And I would imagine that that was, you know, some of the motivation to go ahead and get a deal done on this as well. But one thing about our, the Bulls front office, I don't think they would have just made the deal for that. They're going to make the smartest basketball decision that they can make. Now, what this what do I grade this trade for the Bulls? Um, considering all things, I think it's a B plus a um, it has to be like you had a player who. You weren't going to sign to a long-term extension. No, everyone knew it. Um, and, you know, you you get them to the team and you get a first-round pick, which the Bulls need a first-round pick in 2022. So, you know, the uh, 2022 draft is reported to be a pretty deep one. So even if that pick is right outside the lottery or even, hell, in, in, in the in the high 20s, um, low 20s, I should say, I, I, I think that it's it's – it's a, a it has the Bulls, especially with the way that Karnashova drafts and the fact that we actually have a front office now that does their research deep into the draft outside of just the main players. The Bull, I have confidence the Bulls are going to walk away with a solid player uh, with this pick if we keep it, or we may turn around and flip it for something else, which you know is another thing that they, that they can do in, in next offseason. When you look at the way that they've used picks this offseason, this is a solid trade. This is a win for the Bulls, I think. And I, you know, not even me being a Bulls fan. I just I really love what the Bulls have done this whole entire offseason. This offseason, I know there's, you know, I talked about in the last episode that there's a lot of teams and people who are against what the Bulls have done this offseason, but fuck it. I've thoroughly enjoyed the moves I've seen the Bulls make. It feels good to see your team be back into making moves and, and acting like the big market franchise that we know them to be and that they are. So, you know, overall, great trade for the Bulls, solid trade for them. Um, you know, our, our big man rotation is still still pretty thin going forward. I mean, when you when you look at, uh, you know, our roster um, and, you know, maybe maybe um, Seminovich, uh, Marco Seminovich is going to be a bigger factor than what we're expecting. There's talk about the Bulls signing Paul Millsap, rumors about that. I wouldn't mind seeing him come in 
as a veteran that just plays a handful of minutes. But, you know, overall, uh, you know, we got Patrick Williams who slotted to start in at the four. We got uh, Vujicic starting in at the five. We got Tony Bradley as a as a center um, to play backup center. We got uh, Marco Simonovic who could play the four or the five. And so overall, we are looking pretty good, um, in my opinion. But I mean, looking at so looking at the Bulls roster, you know, we're still thin in the front court. Um, we are very heavy at the guard and the wing, <laughs> so to say. Uh, so you know. We'll see how everything works out. I, I I trust, you know, the Bulls, I think, have another roster spot, if not too open. They also have a trade exception. Um, so they have a lot of maneuvering left that they can do if they need to improve this roster or add to it over the course of the season. And, you know, going into training camp, going into the beginning of the preseason, which we play the Cavs, I think, in our first preseason game, I'm really excited about what the Bulls have done this season. They And when you look at, like, since – uh, Eversley and Karnashova came in. They have really turned around this team, this roster. They have flipped a big portion of the roster in a little over a year. And that's and, and not, not necessarily saying that you just want to constantly turn over in the roster, but you want to see constant improvement in the roster. You want to see a front office that's going to do what it take takes and make the moves that are necessary to improve this team. And that's what we have right now with the Chicago Bulls. And that's all I got for you for right now. This is just, I wanted to get this out yesterday. So busy yesterday. I know I'm like probably one of the last Bulls podcast slash YouTube channels who are um, getting this content out. But let me know down in the description, what do you think about the the trade? What grade do you give the trade um, for uh, the, the marketing trade for the Chicago Bulls? Also, sm hit that like button. Hit subscribe as well. I don't like doing that a lot, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to grow this channel, so it helps with the algorithms for sure. Make sure you also subscribe to the podcast version as well so you can get us on the go. Um, if you don't have time to actually watch and look at your phone, you can at least still listen to Chicago Bulls Central. I want to thank you guys for all the support so far in the few episodes that I've done. This is Hayes. I'm signing out. You can follow us at Bull Central Pod on every social media platform. I'll see you lovely and beautiful people in a couple of days when I drop the next full episode. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.